Sender. Pod 16. Gaining yeah. steam. All right. We're going to really run out like of teens and we're going to have to like stop rhyming. And think of something different. Yeah. Oh, what? No, we can do this for a while. Adolescent podcast. I already have the, the 20s ready. Oh, yeah. What's, yeah. what's 20? Well, I can't spoil, but. 20. Oh, look at that. Is that a bunny? And we'll both dress up as magicians with Pod top 20. hats. Pod 20. We'll try to be funny. Pod 20. Try. What, you Fuck just think you just automatically are funny, huh? Yeah, bro. We got a comedian over here. Hey, oh, hey. I she's funny, huh? Yeah, we got, um, this is twice in a week. Let's go. Yeah, this is the second one this week. Twice in We're a week. Here yep. grinding. We're about to start. Y'all about to, y'all have no idea. We're just going to keep coming. Just like, keep coming and coming. Yep. Just yeah. keep on coming. <laughs> Yeah, but we are not in a dirty way or anything. Um, it's weird. Yeah, that made me think of one time I put. Okay, what's the thing? Um, hand sanitizer. You know, there's hand sanitizer yeah. all over the place. Of course, these days. especially these times. Yeah, so I have the hand sanitizer in my hand, and I'm just like, just in one hand, just moving it back and forth. And I showed him, like, what's that look like? And she was like, you know what that looks like. And she goes, there's so much of it. Jesus. I'm like, yo, girl, you are freaky. All right. Getting real raunchy first thing in the episode. Yo, yo, I didn't say it. I'm just, I'm just, hey, look, I'm just here to report the news, all right? (laughs) I'm just a regular man, just like you. All right, well. Hopefully that didn't make anyone uh, throw up over there, but. No, I doubt it. Hey, if something like that happens, I gotta sell the world. Everybody has to know. <laughs> Everyone has to know. Yeah, this happened like a week ago. Oh damn! Okay. I was like, "Yo, Shorty, you are on something." <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog, though. That's my dog. That's my dog. Well, um, how have you been, Ezekiel? Well, I peaked at that. The rest of my week just went to trash. <laughs> like after that, it was great. It was. It was um Couldn't okay. live up to that moment. Yeah, it was a no. mediocre week after that. Yeah. Um, all the interesting things just dissolved away. I've I've been cooling though. I've been um, you know, patiently waiting for my iPad. It's in um, Lapcock Airport. In- Lapcock. Mm-hmm. Lapcock. That can't be real. I think it's a perfect segue from where I just was. Perfect Lapcock. Sort of. Hong yeah. Kong. Um, yeah. If anyone's wondering, so I've been waiting for that. Really when, exciting. When's the estimated? Delivery, delivery day time. the yeah. 11th six days i've been waiting for a month oh, shit. i ordered october 14th and it took a month about so yeah i don't know what's good with apple and them sending stuff over but it's taken a long time probably the probably the virus yeah because i don't know they're making it seem like like china's is perfectly fine but mm-hmm. i bet it's a lot worse over there than they're giving credit for because yeah it started there right so it has to be the worst right like probably because we're only getting we're getting a watered down version right like yeah our shit's cut yeah like it's (laughs) we're not tweaking as hard from it like it's cut with a lot of like other stuff you know um whatever the like equivalent is yeah um yeah so it probably is maybe due to that um is lapcock anywhere near wuhan did you look no i didn't so it's it's Czech Lapcock in Hong Kong. So Czech Lapcock. 
Uh, Kong from Wuhan. <clears throat> Fifteen minutes away. Nine hundred nineteen kilometers. Uh, okay. So like, so you're good. That's far. You should be good. Like Six hundred yeah. something miles. <laughs> uh, you excited about that though? Five hundred. On the eleventh. Eleven, eleven. Is it really? I should make a wish once it comes. Yeah, for another iPad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's then, cool though. I, I um because I got it. I'm I'm into credit cards, guys. Just so you know. So I ended up getting the Apple credit card because I was buying this item. Uh, put it on the credit card. Got a pretty solid limit, and just for buying it, I got thirty five dollars cash back. So on the oh, first, that's solid. Just on the first payment of it. So nice, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, two days after the iPad Call of Duty will be coming out, I'm excited for that. Who cares? Fuck you. <laughs> Just because you suck at Call of Duty, all you play is zombies because you can't. Because I'm people, not good at the real you game. Can't have, you can't be aiming at real people moving. You need slow He's ass right. zombies. He's right. He's telling the truth. And I'm just going to hate on it forever. <laughs> yep, that's This it. one's going to have zombies, though. You should get it. I'm going to play it. I'm yeah. going to play because it's going to have zombies. And but. you should also get Ghost of Tsushima Legends. It's a multiplayer version of a game that we play. Mm. It's Maybe. fun. Oh, actually, I was going to watch it here today, actually. I was going to check it out Okay. Here. I'll watch it. All right. Um, I'll pitch it to you. It. I yeah, got to fucking see, see what it. I got to do with my friends. I have to sell <laughs> games to them. Ridiculous. Just for us to play together. Just play the game with me, bro. <laughs> i'll see but i also got pokemon sword this week been grinding at that Mm -hmm. i think it's the best pokemon game that's so far that's cap pokemon black easily what i have a fist in the air i really like uh emerald 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 was was one of my favorites oh yeah so many games it's weird like even my little brother who plays these games it's like why don't they just make them more serious he said something along these lines like why don't they just make them to like where you can actually fight your pokemon and not have it be so like pc pretty much uh hmm. i'm with that i'm like it takes a 11 year old to say that like yeah even he knows that you have so many pokemon now instead of just refreshing them every single time you might as well just create one world with all the pokemon in it That'd be cool. Yeah, I feel like they should make like a whole, you know, what's the word? Open world. All encumbering. I think that's. <laughs> I don't um, know. Maybe that sounds. Maybe close. that's a word. But um, like with with all the regions and like all the shit. Yeah, just cool make it like a open world like a GTA. Like, yeah, I know y'all got the money for that. Yeah, it's literally one of like the biggest games ever. Huge franchise for Let's like make fucking a open world GTA. It'd be bigger than uh, what's that game with the farms? And the farms? Uh, Animal the Crossing. Animal no. Crossing. It'd be way bigger than Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing doesn't even have farms, but I just knew you would <laughs> have a biased opinion thinking it has farms. <laughs> you think it's just uh, a fucking? I'm thinking of that game. other game. What's that game you used to play on Facebook that everybody had? Farmville. Farmville, and uh, you'd send people the Farmville request. I thought. Animal Crossing was like a progression nah. of nope. that. Well, Animal Crossing was before that. And it was also on Facebook. Facebook Gaming. On Animal Crossing was? Yeah, I think so. Nah. Maybe not. <laughs> it was on GameCube, the first one. Probably not. I'm just making all this shit up. 
Um, one thing I wanted to ask about, um, I mentioned this before and you said that I like shouldn't do it. They, um, cause I saw this website, it's called like Everwell or something. And you send in tests and it like tests your thyroid function and also gives you food sensitivity stuff. And I'm wondering whether I should do it or not. I don't like. Wait, do you have to send in? I don't know. Like a, uh, I haven't swab looked that much spit. into it. It probably is that, but um, I just don't like things where you send in your DNA to someone because it's not a very regulated field right now. Yeah. So we don't even. They have said that your DNA is your is only for you so your insurance company can't use your leverage your dna against you to say that you can't get coverage for x y and z because you have a high risk case because of what your dna says yeah but if you send it into these third parties you're signing over that right so then the third parties can use your dna and your data and potentially sell it to insurance companies is so that always the case with every company exactly like, that's what i don't know that's what i'm saying okay. like i don't know if it's the case for like this company that you're talking about yeah but that's why i was just so automatically against it okay because i'm just looking into it and i'm interested in it and i just uh i guess i gotta just do more research it's really it. cool i still think i've even saying that, I still would love to send my DNA in. Probably I just won't. Like find out if I have like any, you know, food sensitivities. It is cool or stuff. Like, you know, I don't it's know. stuff that's interesting to know, right? Like, because I, like I said, I, I, um, I found late in life that I had a, a. I knew I had a pollen allergy, yeah. but I didn't know that that pollen allergy could, uh, could affect my ability to eat certain melons. And it turns out that oh. that's why. So hmm. I can't eat honeydew. I can't eat uh, a lot of, I can't eat most melons except for watermelon. I can eat, but all of those like really dense fruits. What's the other one? There's honeydew and then it's honeydew. Another, oh, cantaloupe. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, sounds like an animal. Well, it does sound know. an animal. Um, yeah, but yeah, I found out it was because, because of my pollen allergy. So that's, that's why I couldn't eat those fruits. That's really interesting. So I'm not actually. necessarily allergic to the fruit. I'm just allergic to like the pollen. So those or, fruits just have like a lot of pollen in I them. I guess so. Or that's they weird. have like whatever whatever um whatever uh like because it, it yeah, it must be something fuck. it must be something smaller than whatever makes up pollen yeah. is hot, found highly in those fruits. So uh, it would trigger my sensitivity. I wish I knew that earlier. Does that mean you're allergic to bees too? No, I hope not. I love bees. Well, not bees specifically, but I really do <laughs> love, love bees. bees I do love bees. You're not allergic to honey, so no. that's a good sign. And that's like 99% pollen, so. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. I know. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, other than that, I've been like looking into going back to school. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. going that, getting that going, mm-hmm. emailing people, calling people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always like a rabbit hole. I voted whatever two days ago. Yeah, it's um, really funny. <laughs> I saw that there's a green rainbow party on the ballot. What's that all about? <laughs> I have no idea. That just sounds that 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 just seems like that doesn't make sense to me because how can you have a green rainbow? 
Green Rainbow Party is one of four political parties officially recognized by the Secretary of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. The party is a local state affiliate for the wider Green Party of the United States. So it's the, like the Green Party, but rainbowy. The Green Rainbow. Yeah, they couldn't have just come out as the Rainbow Party. I feel like just hearing that name, people would just not want to <laughs> be associated with that. Just because it's a rainbow. Yeah. Um. Wow. Interesting. H2O. But it's like all about green stuff. Oh, this woman looks green. Yeah. Um. I I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw that on the ballot. I thought it was interesting. I didn't know. What I did it was. not see that. Was it? What was? What was the context? Um. It was just one of the presidential or some. Another candidate? Yeah, some candidate for something. It might have been president. Um, and then the other thing that I was curious about was this question one. Mm-hmm. Which has been a lot of confusing thing. about. Because on the ballot, it, what it is. made me, it was like, oh, vote yes if you want um, there to be like more communication uh through like the technology of cars and mm. car manufacturers. So like car manufacturers putting in technology in the cars mm. that sort of monitor the the cars functionality and mm. like this I, is what it is it's an amendment to the right to repair law and this is what they're advertising it as it would allow car owners to access and share data Generated by the operation of the vehicle within independent repair shops. Okay. That's like not what I read. That was close to what you were saying, though, because you were saying that it was um, it was small repair shops ability to access data that would only generally be available to the larger automakers. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we it won, yeah, in a but, landslide, yeah, like seventy five to twenty five percent, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking at it right here. So, so that means, like, independent car shops can get that data now. Yeah, so okay. I think it's gonna be a positive because yeah, that's fine. A lot of times now, vehicles are, um, are computerly like the computer is locked when you try to access them by third parties so a lot of times like car like if you bring your like 2020 lexus to a small time shop they can't even how'd you know i have a 2020 lexus hey look at the driveway but um you can uh you can't they can't even fix the car or like access like 90 percent of the car like they could change minor stuff but they can't like yeah change other things that's interesting. Well, that's cool then. That'll like probably keep some independent or some small time mechanics yeah. afloat. Mm. I, I uh, think it was a good thing. Yeah, uh, I think I voted. I forget what. Yeah, I hopefully, voted for like it. if if um like Mike and I definitely aren't mechanics or anything like that. But no, if you guys are hearing all. this who work on cars and have a strong opinion about it, then um definitely let us know. I changed a light bulb one time. That Am I a mechanic oh, yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Of sorts. Mm. Want to talk about some fruit basket bracket results, dude? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Some, uh, That's what I'm here for. Really, like, startling results. Oh, yeah. Avocado is out, apparently. I'm so happy about that. I'm Bullshit. pumped about that. Avocado beat, like, all of my favorite things in life. It beat tomatoes, and then it beat pears. And I was like, if it beats watermelon, like, we really have a problem. Next time we're at, like, a restaurant or, like, a eating something, and there's guacamole on the table, I'm not letting you have any of it. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's bad. Yeah, but you I'm voted against saying, it. I'm just saying. Over I'm just and saying, over again. Hey, look, just because we vote against something or we vote against someone we're all on the same team mike didn't you learn that from the election we're all one team i'm like so much more involved in the uh fruit basket bracket than <laughs> the, the election. election yeah uh man <laughs> ain't life priorities funny. yeah ain't life funny yeah so i'm happy that avocados has been uh has been knocked out um yeah, guys, so I want to post... Uh, can you die a little quieter, please? Um, I want to post um, the bracket itself. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, I want to post the bracket itself uh, on the Instagram, since we are in the semifinals, just so you guys can see all of the matchups together. Um. Yeah, but oh, is that the picture <clears throat> that you were projecting on the TV upstairs? Yeah, yeah I thought like, it was. Oh, like... I saw it. My mom was like, "There's a fucking bracket on the TV." Yeah, because I uh, like, oh, Chromecasted shit. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, yeah, mangoes so, um... versus apples and strawberries versus watermelons. Wow. Yeah, so that's the semifinals <laughs> coming up. So that's crazy. It's gotten a lot of those. It's are some strong fruit. It is some strong fruit. Those are some very strong fruit. The number one seed, the four seed, the three seed, and the seven seed. No upsets. Avocado was the upset. It was the 15 seed. Um, it's but funny it's seeds. Seeded? I know. <laughs> it only has one seed, but uh, it was doing work. Um, yeah, but what was interesting is that for some reason, it was just getting a lot of response. Like... It the was bracket? the bracket was getting fifty percent response to view, oh, which is good. Nice, yeah, like, that's, that's really good. Like, are you kidding me? Well, thank you guys. For, yeah, uh, thanks for post like uh, interacting with yeah, our content. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. They nice. enjoyed it a lot. So. so, when will the finals be next week? Yeah. So I'm gonna post the semis today, right after the pod, and then um. <clears throat> yeah i guess we'll figure out if we're gonna post the finals before if we do on monday or whatever yeah if we do because <clears throat> i think we i think we'll do um we'll post the finals on monday and then talk about okay the results on thursday word so yeah next week we'll have the results fully in and um so by monday i'll post the other uh the the other the the finals question the finals bracket okay um between the winners of the semis today and uh i'll post the full bracket photo to instagram to have you guys uh comment and tell us uh your thoughts on it and what you liked didn't like things that we can improve on next time stuff like that watermelons uh fudge the numbers oh yeah watermelons were committing tax fraud 
How'd they tax get to evasion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need a I recount. A we recount. gotta count the votes. Yeah, yeah. we gotta count the votes. <laughs> Mangoes were actually they are like tied to the Russian. Uh, what's it called? What's that government thing? Yeah. Well, I forget. All right. Well, to the real election and real United States and <clears throat> one of the states of our United States decriminalized heroin, oh, yeah. methamphetamine, LSD, oxycodone, and other hard drugs. Mm-hmm. The possession of like smaller amounts. And um oh, LSD's on. There. <clears throat> yeah. They um, did, they did psilocybin as a whole too, so not even just LSD. That's mushrooms too oh really yeah nice they've been microdosing psilocybin haven't they yeah they have people have been doing uh, that for a long time yeah there was a guy who um because i what they were doing is along i think it was during world war ii i want to say they were doing um tests with people to see if lsd could cause um to create people who could read minds Great oh, yeah. psychics. <laughs> so one of the guys who was in the study was microdosing it for years. Yeah, and he can read binds now. Yeah, yeah, he can float as well. Yeah. No, but he can actually. Um, he's been microdosing it for years with no um side effects that we know of. So microdosing's trendy for it is sure. Really trendy. <clears throat> Everybody's trying to microdose something. Um. So out of this article that I pulled up, um. Cassandra Frederic, who's the executive director of the Drug Policy Alliance, said that today's victory is a landmark declaration that the time has come to stop criminalizing people for drug use. So it's really progressive and like cool to see that, you know, addiction is being recognized throughout the country more as like a mental health issue and not just like a criminal like bad Mm. stuff absolutely um i feel like and like this is gonna sort of break the the chain of like the cycle of like drug addicts like using getting caught using going Mm -hmm. to jail come out of jail get high again Mm -hmm. like that cycle because we really the problem's never really like exactly you're failing the people you're just sending them to jail and then saying like don't do this again but it's like all right well you didn't really educate them or what there are like you know programs in jails and institutions like that but like i feel like this this de- decriminalization will do a lot more than mm. those programs can mm. um <clears throat> and she also said measure 110 which is this measure that we're talking about the decriminalization of all those drugs is arguably the biggest blow to the war on drugs to date mm. war on drugs we're World fighting drugs. the drugs. Or wait, no. Yeah, was... we shoot the drugs in our arms, but we also shoot at the drugs. I don't know. I don't know who we're at war with. Mm. That's America, though. <clears throat> you never know who we're against. At war against. <laughs> yeah, right. We just create our own wars, and I then have no idea. Hey, well, it makes money though, because it's 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 interesting because I wonder if other states are going to pass any... This is really progressive. I don't know if any other state is going to become this progressive for a long time. I can see uh, Colorado following suit. Maybe. Massachusetts, 
Maybe. Might be a while. Because it's weird. Massachusetts is, like, progressive with things like this. But at the same time, like, it's real conservative in something this progressive. It could be a little right. progressive. Like, weed <clears throat> was progressive enough. It was mm-hmm. like, all right, we got that. But People were, like, blown away by that, too, though. Yeah, to um, get heroin and LSD on there. We just have to see how it goes. And then maybe states will follow suit so right now instead of going to trial and facing possible jail time a person will have the option of paying a hundred dollar fine or attending a new addiction recovery center Mm. funded by millions of dollars of tax Mm. revenue from oregon's legalized regulated marijuana industry yeah which is cool Mm because it's like drugs cool you know taking taxes from uh you know Mm -hmm. a good drug that we're finding or a drug that people are getting a lot of they're getting a lot of taxes from it like it's taxed very hard so and then reusing it for you know to help other issues within Mm -hmm. the drug industry yeah because the thing is is like the drug industry is a massive industry that we just don't allow to be a part of our economy you know what i mean because it's it's something that it's something that with or without the government is going to happen. People mm-hmm. are going to want to smoke weed. People are going to want to take cocaine, do heroin, LSD, all these drugs. But we're not paying. Nobody's paying taxes on them. So right, it doesn't yeah. even matter to our economy. You know, it's probably it's probably billions of dollars. Oh, yeah, Marijuana easily. on its own was billions of dollars just in Oregon and California. So, yeah, it's crazy that it's going to like become a part of society yeah maybe um another interesting fact or people from oregon are called oregonians um (laughs) thought that was fun um Mm. but yeah it's interesting because it'll be interesting to see whether states will follow in oregon's footsteps um because oregon's sort of trying to follow portugal portugal did this in 2000 they decriminalized uh all sorts of drugs and um their decriminalization brought no surge in drug use drug deaths fell while the number of people treated for drug addiction in the country rose 20 percent from 2001 to 2008 and then stabilized um Hmm. so it seems to have you know helped a little bit with portugal Hmm. um hopefully it'll do the same in oregon Hmm. oregon yeah Hopefully we, we need that here. Definitely something. I think we just need to take a different approach to the war on drugs. We do. We do get drafted from the war on drugs. <clears throat> yeah. Cause, um, before we move on, uh, I was watching, um, Ben Shapiro speak recently. Who is he? I don't know if he's really a politician or what, but he's somebody who's alt left, who just has a very, loud voice for their community people really he is um an educated person really eloquent but it's just sometimes people on our people who are democrats or liberals don't like what he says because he's so conservative and he's just like he's pretty he's pretty nasty sounding so it's like they don't want to hear what he has to say i've only seen his face i've never seen him speak or heard him speak even his face yeah he's like I don't know. It's uh, He's got a weird shaped head, sort of. But anyway, he um, he was talking about someone brought up to him. They asked him, 
how would you change the the state of black America? Mm-hmm. And how would you, if you were the ruler of the world, how would you fix Detroit and uh, Chicago or low income neighborhoods that are predominantly um, um, minorities? And he was like, first thing you got to do is flood it with police. Because then by doing that, you can rule out all of the, you can protect the law-abiding citizens from the ones who don't. And I was saying that, yeah, but the problem, I agree a lot with what he was saying. Like, it was to try and help the community, but yeah. it was <clears throat> uh, black America or minorities have a bad taste in their mouth about police right. because of the war on drugs. Yeah. So, like, I think we do need to take a different approach to it. And sometimes you may hear a politician who may or somebody who may speak on the other side from you. But I think that a lot from what we learned, even in this election, is that even though someone may sound like or is saying things that you don't necessarily agree with, mm-hmm. we're all trying to do the same thing. So it's yeah. like we shouldn't be at odds with each other or right. hate each other. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just trying to say, listen to the opposition and um, maybe we should take a different approach to the war on drugs yeah another interesting point that you brought up yesterday when we were talking about this was that it might help in a sense because some of like the allure of drugs is like oh doing, yeah doing children, risky yeah. shit and like you especially know, with children yeah yep. with kids like um they want to like you know rebel or whatever and if, yeah you know if it's not punishable or it's not like looked at as a you know like a horrible crime yeah then kids will get a like a better sense of like what it will do to you and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the- you get a better you you get a better <clears throat> first impression of it or you get yeah. a better sight of it before you become an impressionable teenager you know yeah but if you know about well you know in or I'm I'm curious to see how kids growing up there will view drugs differently if it's like Oh, well, you can try these things under certain specific use. You know what yeah. I mean? But if you do necessarily have an addiction to it, it's not, it shouldn't be punished by you going to jail. It's probably a mental health thing. That right. should be. Because when I, I would say, like, when I was growing up, when I was, like, really young, I thought, I just thought drug addicts were, like, bad people. Yeah. You know? We're just scum for no, like, yeah. Like, yeah. for, for no reason, really. Because, like, I mean, there wasn't, so much like studies being done and you know mm-hmm. but we're, um, we're living a different time too right um but now they might just be like oh well that's like like a sick person yeah you know kids mm-hmm. in oregon now will see that and be like oh they're sick yeah like whatever have I, a different perspective yeah i like it i definitely yeah, want I to hope see it, something like that i hope it um I think it's just better for us to try something new than to just keep doing the same thing with the same result, you know? That's true. Yeah, so um, that brings us into our next topic. Uh, We spoke about it a little bit last podcast. I think I misspoke a few times when I introduced it to you guys. I think I said the Hermie paradox. Excuse me for that. Um, it's so Fermi. disrespectful I know. to Enrico. I know. Um, yeah, so it's the Fermi paradox. Um, like Mike said, it's named after an Italian-American physicist, Enrico Fermi. Enrico. 
Mm-hmm. I want to um, believe this is probably a 40 year old idea. Um, but it's pretty much just the contradiction of how many galaxies, um, stars, planets um, that will potentially have habitable life, but lacked any contact or remnants of life. Right. So you were talking about it before you were like, um, there's like some barrier, right? Yeah. So keeps us from that. We just believe contacting other, other, other beings. So first I just want to do a little bit of just a little bit of paperwork with the paradox and give you guys a little bit of background to it. Um, for the sake of right now and today, we're just going to talk about our galaxy, the Milky Way, because anything beyond that is just, it's the universe is just so astronomically big that it doesn't even matter because even if we were to make light, we were to make ships that could travel at the speed of light, we would never reach another galaxy because of the way that the universe is expanding. So the universe is also expanding at the speed of light. So even if we started right now, we would never get to that point. Or by that point, whatever system we were looking at would have already expanded beyond. So we're just going to stay just in our galaxy today. Um, so the Milky Way as our galaxy is home to about 400 billion stars. That's about 10,000 stars for every single grain of sand that there is on Earth. Damn. Which is... That's a whole lot. (laughs) Astronomical. It's hard to talk about these numbers because you talk about billions and trillions. like impossible to to imagine. Exactly. So I'll try my best to keep it grounded. But out of those 400 billion stars... About 20 billion of them are Earth-like, which is similar in size and type. So they're all going to be yellow like ours and similar in size. So estimates suggest that a fifth of them have an Earth-sized planet in their habitable zones, which, if you can deduce, is zones where life is possible. Wait, do you mean 20 billion of them are sun-like or Earth-like? They're sun-like, so okay. they're yeah, so they're they're similar to our sun. Okay. So a fifth of those planets have an Earth-sized planet, our Earth, um, a rocky planet with water, um, that's in the habitable zone. So it's not too close to be burned by solar radiation, and not too far away to freeze. So if only point one percent of those planets had life, there would be a million planets with life in our Milky Way Damn. alone. So how do we know this, but we don't know if there's life on any of them? That's the paradox. Cause it's like, well, we had, we're deducing these things, so we should be seeing life, but we yeah. aren't. So it brings up another like philosophical question where it's like, we believe we we don't know enough mm-hmm. so we can only use our frame of reference 
but we're so ignorant on a spatial level that we just can't even make an accurate assumption. Uh, okay. But <clears throat> it's still an interesting, like, scientific and philosophical question on yeah. if there's other life out there. There's just a million other Earths in our universe. Yeah, so... That'd be crazy. I know. So then, I'm going to give a little background to the time scale, too, because that's just... The scale we were just on was just how many planets there are right right now and how many could possibly hold life. But over the course of the entire Milky Way's history is different. So the Milky Way on its own is about 13 billion years old. So for the first, uh, for the beginning of the creation of the Milky Way for the first one to two billion years, it wouldn't have been possible for life to even occur because it was just such a volatile environment. Okay. Things were exploding and blowing up and smashing into each other. So the earth wasn't calm enough for, well, the Milky Way wasn't calm enough for life to even happen. So after one to two billion years, it theoretically would have been possible. Dinosaurs. Exactly. That's when the dinosaurs came. Um, so the earth is about 4 billion years old. Um, and life in some form has been around for about 3 billion years, not complex life that we see today, but single celled organisms. Um, but if the, in the Milky way itself, out of those 4 billion years from us today. So we're looking at about 8 billion years of time life would have had trillions of chances to propagate in the Milky way. So beyond just, just the placement of planets and how many there are, it's been such a long time that we still, that's another reason why we should have also seen other planets with life. Right. Cause even for ourselves today, if we had ships that could harbor life and keep, keep the organisms alive for a thousand years Mm -hmm. we could populate our entire galaxy in one to two million years not even billions million years so it would have had back to it it would have had trillions of chances for life to explore our milky way Hmm. this is um a lot there's a lot of um it's interesting yeah it's interesting so that brings up the question on why don't we see life? Whoa. And and there's a lot of different reasons, but today we'll just go into one of them, which is filters. They're called great filters. So filters meaning barriers that life is just for some reason unable to pass like in ins- any type of way. Instagram filters? Much worse. <laughs> Imagine an Instagram filter, but like a million times more powerful. <laughs> a million times worse. <laughs> so um, this could be anything where like new forms of technology, sickness, disease, but something that affects other potential life forms as well, not just ours. So the question is, is are these filters in front of us? or behind us uh maybe we've passed the gray filter behind us maybe it was nuclear weapons like every single um 
intelligent organism maybe gets to nuclear weapons and ends up destroying themselves. Um, oh, okay. So or, you're saying nuclear weapons could be the filter that is... No, I not even our... It could... It, it is just a theory. Maybe it could have been. It could have... Yeah, okay. it's a possible filter. I don't know if that's our filter, but that's but, something that would be behind us. But that, you're saying... Okay, that makes sense. So, like, if... That's what keeps... Uh, intelligent life from contacting other intelligent exactly life. so it never okay. even gets to the point that it's able to to send out signals or even communicate with other planets because for ourselves we've only been able to communicate over long distances for about a hundred years yeah so right. that's on the time scale of even just humanity that's tiny mm-hmm. on the time scale of the universe it's insignificant minuscule yeah so um, a lot of people believe that like we could potentially that if we are in front of the filter, it could mean that we're potentially the first intelligent life in our galaxy. Yeah, which would be question if it's if it's a good thing or a bad thing. So that's we could be in front of the filter. It yeah. could theoretically be nuclear warfare. It could be a disease. It could be infighting but mm-hmm. there's a lot of steps could that be coronavirus it could be <laughs> like no it, no lie it really could be yeah so that's one side the filters are behind us um but on the other end a much more depressing idea is that the filters are in front of us so it, like coronavirus that could be one that's in front of us that may may question our or just world existence. war three and something like that something maybe it's something where many other intelligent life maybe couldn't pass. Yeah. Um, just, just not for knowledge to 99% of the species that have ever existed on earth have died out or gone extinct. Oh, damn. So oh, that makes sense, I guess over the course of the entire. Yeah. 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 So like maybe there are many planets in the universe that hold potential life, but at some point that advancement may destroy them. Hmm. Um, Maybe the advanced life believes that they're saving themselves, but end up destroying themselves. Maybe some new form of technology comes where they think this will fix all our problems. Yeah, but it kills them all, and then just destroys them. Like <laughs> that could be something that it's it could happen to us. When we talk, and I spoke last pod, I was like, we it just is natural for people to just believe that somebody else will fix global warming or right, somebody yeah. else will fix. Like it'll sort itself. Yeah, out. it'll all yeah. just figure itself out. It's really just not promised. Yeah. You can look, you can look out to the world, to the universe, and see like no one else is out here. Maybe we're next. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it brought up an interesting uh, quote from Carl Sagan um, on his pale blue dot speech. He said, "In all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves." The earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. The earth is where we make our stand. And it's just, it's a powerful quote because it has a lot of truth in it. And I just think that a lot of people just can't believe that their actions just don't matter. Like we maybe there's 7 billion people on this planet now, but we can't even begin to think about how our actions affect the potentially billions of future people in generations yeah. you know what i mean so i think it's just a little more accountability from people than just uh 
just understanding that it isn't promised that we do get to that point. Imagine if an alien comes down and is like, you guys got to stop making podcasts. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what's going to destroy us? Yeah, they're going to kill us all. Because once all the RSS feeds, like they get too many RSS yeah. feeds of podcasts and they fucking bundle up and they explode yeah. and then all our thoughts get shot out everywhere and everybody they dies. Up. All our fucking crucial thoughts that everyone used to know. Hey. It's um could happen. Who knows? We really don't. That's the craziest part. So That's yeah. an interesting paradox. Um It is. What if it I hope to see it get broken in my lifetime by Elon Musk. Elon Musk is gonna take a Model S and fucking drive it into space and, and he's gonna everything. come back with some like crazy good looking alien. That's what he's he's trying to do either to his plan is either to save us from ourselves here or, or move, create move our shit to Mars, right? That's all his that's his only two plans. That's yeah. the only two ways that we do get out of this. I I just think that um somebody has to do it. Yeah. Like I think we get too caught up and too focused on like things that don't really matter that much. And that's something that like I think I keep biting my really? lip, my lip in the same place, and that's been uh, that's been my focus recently today. Yeah, I did that a lot, and I ended up like really digging in. Yeah, so I mean, we all got our own problems, right? Mm. <laughs> we can't all travel to space, and you know, nobody find probably will. And, As of right now, probably no one will because we're all cut up, just fucking biting our lips. The goddamn shame, but it's 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 um, cause back to the like if if we are the first intelligent life in our galaxy, then I think it's a responsibility that we do have to survive. Yeah, because it's not promised that we do. Like World War Three could be next week. Like mm-hmm. more likely than not, but something like that could destroy us on like. We were close. Yeah. We were close. They, um, who was it? It was, um, it could be even something that we don't even see coming at all. Exactly. Um, the bulletin of, of atomic scientists moved the doomsday clock to the closest that has, has ever been to midnight being like extension level threat. Oh, wow. So damn and in a lot of in a lot of um specialists in existential risk uh suggest that between 15 to 19 percent chance of the complete human extinction by the end of the century which is like ridiculously large probability like in 80 minutes i mean 80 years yeah like in yeah like that's a huge probability people (laughs) think it's like because 15 to 5 to 19 percent is still too high yeah. like of us all going extinct, extinct? <laughs> way too high and Damn. that's in our and that's in a lot of people's lifetime that's, that's in your gonna be in our lifetime that's probably. your child's lifetime yeah. like it's not even uh, that's what that's what because i don't want Bree like oh well so um pessimistic about it but i'm just like i feel like people just believe that 
this is so far away. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Or it's impossible for it to happen. But damn. So we might be wiped out in 80 years. So who knows? Got to keep making podcasts. Yeah, at least hopefully so we someone's listening forever. to it in yeah. 80 years. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that um, I had brought us into like a interesting existential question too should we take a breath absolutely absolutely and a one and a two i want to do the um can we do a um you guys can breathe with us too i think it's three seconds in through the nose yeah hold it hold it and then breathe out for seven maybe i know it's breathe in through the nose for three hold for x amount of time and then breathe out for seven yeah i think it's either three five seven maybe i'd love to do a three five seven so inhale all right folks uh you're gonna inhale for three seconds Mm -hmm. hold it for five seconds breathe out for seven it's gonna be hard if you don't think about it (laughs) you have to really extend the exhale yeah the seven second exhale is the uh the most part. annoying part about it but it feels great <laughs> i actually it. use this i used a variation of this to put myself to sleep yeah it's supposed to be like the m- most effective way to like fall asleep is yeah relax pattern. your heart rate yeah, yeah. i um because um if you guys have listened for a few pods i um i have had trouble sleeping the night of our podcast Did just you because sleep last night yeah i slept good? decently well yeah. i ended up getting to bed i got in bed at 10 and then I went to sleep at around like eleven. Yeah. So um That's good. Which is much better. Usually it's like I get in bed at ten and I go to sleep at like one. So were you using the sleep or the breathing thing? Yeah, I was. Oh, cool. I was. It kinda sometimes it backfires on me because I'm thinking about it too much. Like I'm like three, five, three. Yeah, and you're like, damn, well, how many seconds was that? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a little annoying, but it worked. It worked. Right, yeah. It definitely calms you down. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll keep the cadence. Okay. Okay. Breathe in. One, two, three. Hold for five. One, two, three, four, five. Out for seven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. In for three. One, two, three. Hold for five. (laughs) Out for seven. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Oh, I can't see. Okay, that was great. <laughs> yeah, so all right, hope we all relax you guys down. So we're gonna keep with the the Fermi. And the Fermi Fermi sounds like a slang for a boner. Go ahead. A Fermi, yeah, it does. Um so I was curious if, so we established that there wasn't any life that we could perceive ourselves and potentially we're the only one in our galaxy. So is our rareness something to celebrate or be disappointed by? And what it means for humans to be the only conscious entities in the universe. Um, 
Well, you shouldn't be sad about it because we got, we're here, and we got each other, and stuff. Yeah, but do we though? We barely each other. Well, yeah, we we're can barely each other, even. But yeah, but you have your friends, and you have your family. <laughs> those are the parts I do enjoy. Those parts, but it's tough on like a. I mean, we're about to go into it like a civil civil war, right? People believe. A lot of people yeah. say that they are. I don't think we have the attention span for war. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm sure there's going to be like definitely uh, some. People will be upset, but I don't think anybody is going to be. Some like riot type yeah. stuff. Unless like, I don't think he would. I just don't see Trump as being somebody who wants to be the head of a war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be somebody who who is the, the person who's driving a war home. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. He's good at getting people riled up or yeah on his side but i don't know if he's able to go on full-out war no because i think like he probably does he also doesn't want america to be divided mm-hmm. hopefully yeah that is i don't know me. i don't know much about politics mm-hmm. um hopefully not yeah but i would just be so annoyed if the earth just destroyed itself <laughs> <laughs> like at least be a sickness that killed us. At yeah. least be like, uh, I don't even know, like a, another more powerful planet coming here and destroying us. It can't be ourselves. Like that's just like, hate to see that. Yeah, it's like me and you fighting. We can't even start the podcast because we just <laughs> can't even just get to a common ground. Yeah, yeah, that would be sad. That is how like the demise of a lot of stuff though. Um, mm. but I think it should be celebrated. That we're the only ones. Yeah, because like we're tech. I mean, to our knowledge, we're like pioneers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it should be celebrated. And we should mm. keep exploring, keep trying to advance, try to be happy and do our best. Mm. This is why a lot of people are like, "Oh, we're in a simulation." Why? People bring up because they're like, oh, oh well, like, there's, there's no, no other way. planets. There's so much facts to why yeah. we can't, why there should be life, but we don't see it. We could just be like on the Truman Show for another planet, like Rick and Morty. Oh you my know, gosh. It. And they're listening to this right now. Listen yeah. to these guys. Does that make sense? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> uh, what was the oh last part of it, though? You said. Um, oh, the second part? Yeah. Um, like. What would it mean for humans to be the only conscious entities in the universe? What would it mean? Um, I don't know. I guess there's like a responsibility for us to like try to reach out, right? Mm. Or try to explore as much as we can. Mm. Yeah, so much would even have to change for that, for us to even get to that point. Because I brought up like if we could sustain life on ships for a thousand years yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> are you wild. kidding me yeah like that's a completely because that that would make us into there's a there's a scale a kardashev scale that that rules how advanced a civilization can be yeah and that would put us like way upwards on the scale yeah. like right now we're 0.73 on the scale mm-hmm and that means that we can control the energy on generally it means you should be able to control all of the energy of your star yeah in your oh okay 
in your solar system. We should talk about that next podcast. Oh yeah, so the scale. I'll, yeah, I won't go. We won't have to go too crazy in it. It's a it it does deserve its own segment. Sounds though. interesting. Yeah, so we'll go into the Kardashev scale more next time. But right now we're only a point seven three on the scale, mm-hmm. and that would require us to be at least a two, they oh, two wow. or a three. A lot of they believe that we could get to a type one civilization by in this century. So. It that's a completely that'd be a completely different yeah type of world we're living in if that's the case. Imagine just going on a ship. You're like the first people they send out for the thousand year ship, and they're they're like, all right, you gotta like make babies with these people. Mm. It's a weird and it's it's not for ten generations. It's not how people work. It's not like yeah. by that time we'd have a completely different cultural shift. We probably wouldn't even be the same. Right. Yeah. We probably would barely be human. Like if we were. With that, if if the if that society contacted this society, we would mm-hmm. think we were aliens, right? Yeah, because it would just be like, "What do you mean, you guys just got on this? Sh- like, you left? You talking to microphones and you fucking just talk about? Yeah, they'd know, be like, you fucking- talking about this stuff? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. I just like, chill on my ship. Yeah, word. <laughs> it just, it's interesting. Fuck my brother. Yeah, for real. You're a cousin. <laughs> for like fun. your third generation cousin. <laughs> oh man. But I agree, though, that it, it does take a lot of responsibility that I think that on an individual level, a lot of people don't have. So yeah. I think that maybe either on a government level that something should be done to just push us in the right direction. Like I like um one of the reasons that I do like Biden beyond um, a lot of his other policies or things like that is that he wants to bring back the EV tax credit. I think that we do need to move from gas vehicles. It's time we've been, we've had gas vehicles for a hundred years. Like, yeah, I think people need to get off of the idea that things can't change. Yeah. A lot of people just believe that it's just going to be one way. think that we need reusable energy. Right. We definitely can't have coal. Yeah. It's not good. Coal? (laughs) Come on, bro. Coal? (laughs) Coal. (laughs) Like, what are we even talking about? I know it's like a huge business, but dang, like coal? It's what you get from Santa Claus. Can't be. My great-grandfather was probably into coal. Like, he probably thought that was like the next, like, innovation. (laughs) Yeah. You guys hear about coal? Yeah, well, for real. But definitely, uh interesting idea i would love to do shit. yeah i'd love to do the kardashev scale next time too because it does bring another question in when you get to these levels level three um civilizations they would look yeah. completely different from us because they'd be able to control the energy produced by the stars in their entire galaxy so it would look completely different than what oh wow what we would even be yeah, that'd be a lot different. Hmm. Yeah, That's so cool. we can go more into it. That could also be another filter. Maybe there is a type 3 civilization out there that we can't communicate with or see that once we get to a certain point, ends up destroying us because we'll just become a potential threat. Yeah. That's a wow. um, that's another theory. That's a dark forest theory. We can get into that another time too, but... Damn. Some heavy shit. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting stuff. Well, that probably wraps up for today, right? Yeah, I'm fine with um. I think that we 
spoke heavy enough yeah. today. I'm uh, tired. Yeah, it's a lot of to think of so many. I can only think of like six stars at a time, <laughs> not 400 billion. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but interesting stuff for sure. Looking forward to talking about the other shit next podcast. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was pod 16 for you guys. Mm. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Ch- check us out on Instagram at DTMS underscore podcast. Mm. Uh, we should be posting the picture of the fruit basket bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also just try to put up as much content as we can up on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, make sure out. to follow on Instagram. We're on a road to a hundred. Yeah. We got 99 right now. Yeah. We're at 99 followers. I'm extremely excited for that. That'll be dope. Triple yeah. digits. Yeah, absolutely. I'll feel like I've made it. Yeah, at least made something. (laughs) Made something of myself. Mm -hmm. Show you, Dad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. See ya.